Welcome to the Chosen People Radio Program, a production of Chosen People Ministries. On this program, you'll hear inspiring stories, learn about messianic apologetics, and discover God's plan for Israel and you. Now let's welcome our hosts, Mitch Glazer, President of Chosen People Ministries, and Robert Walter, our New York Regional Director. Shalom, friends. This is Mitch Glazer from Chosen People Ministries. Thanks so much for joining us today. I hope that you're sensing the presence of God, particularly as we approach this great season of the year where we show our thankfulness to the Lord. I remember my first Thanksgiving. I remember when I was a brand new believer in San Francisco and I was being witnessed to by a bunch of uh, Southern Baptist Seminary students. I was still kind of a long-haired hippie type, and uh, but I had definitely come to faith and um, these guys didn't believe me, so they just kept witnessing to me. <laughs> I guess I didn't fit the mold, you know. And uh, but eventually, they understood I was a believer and new believer, and they invited me to their uh, Thanksgiving. And it was really the first time I had ever gone to uh, any kind of a Christian meal, or well, certainly a Thanksgiving or any Christian holiday celebration. And I couldn't believe we were actually speaking directly to God and saying thank you because I was so used to sort of not really saying thank you. Thank, thanks to my mom who did the cooking, thanks to others, but not really to God in my home. And it was just such a delight. And uh, Bobby, I know you love Thanksgiving also besides the food. It's good. Yeah. How could you not? Well, I think Thanksgiving's probably my favorite holiday. Uh, it actually echoes Jewish origins. If you remember, in the 1600s, the pilgrims who were actually enduring religious persecution by the Church of England, they viewed themselves as the children of Israel fleeing Egypt, and England was Egypt. Hmm. And the crossing of the Red Sea was the crossing of the Atlantic Ocean. And they emerged from this exodus to their own promised land, which was New England. Now, as a New Yorker, with our rivalry with the Boston Red Sox, I can't imagine anybody would think that's the promised land. Amen. But what are you? Yeah, what are you going to say? But many of the leaders of the pilgrims actually believe they should celebrate the Feast of Tabernacles. After all, they were Jews. It was the fall. It was a harvest festival, and so that's what they decided to do. And they did it in the New World. I'm not really sure if the pilgrims lived in booths as the Jewish people do during Sukkot. Uh, Feast of Tabernacles, but I can believe that they ate wild turkey because these birds are really easy to find all throughout the Northeast. You have to watch out. You don't hit them when you're crossing the road outside of Brooklyn, in the country, in New York. Mitch, there are quite a few similarities between specifically the Feast of Sukkot and the first Thanksgiving. Sukkot and Thanksgiving both started with people groups who had been persecuted and had to escape and were reflecting back on that escape as coming from the hand of God and celebrating God's provision of deliverance for them from this place of persecution. Sukkot and Thanksgiving both involve the harvest and are very joyful in the celebration. They both happen in the fall. They're both based on biblical commands to give thanks and to rejoice. Both are based around family and community gathering together. And so the last sort of point of similarity that I think we can see is that uh, after they had survived multiple challenges and then reaped their first harvest in the new world, they began the tradition of giving thanks for the harvest and for the bounty of the year. And that honestly yeah. is very similar to what we see historically with Sukkot 
where all the crops have been harvested. Everything has been stored up and prepared for uh, the winter. And there's just this great rejoicing and celebration that takes place in the harvest. Well, thanks for that explanation, Bobby. The pilgrims actually believed their role in God's plan was similar to the purpose God gave to Abraham and his descendants. And that was to be, as we've been discussing, a blessing to the nations. So these British religious refugees to the New World, which gave birth to the Puritan movement, profoundly influenced the growth of the gospel in the United States. They had a a tremendous missionary impulse, and they, of course, began with the the Gentiles, who were the Native Americans, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because they were the Jews, and went to preach uh, the gospel to them. Um, Let me tell you just a quick story about somebody who was actually— uh, pretty well known. And uh, Cotton Mather was a Puritan preacher. And uh, he wrote a well known volume about the idea of Thanksgiving. And um, he said uh, some really fabulous things, actually. Uh, this is from the 1600s. To praise God is to acknowledge in him something excellent, as is said in Psalm 148.13. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is excellent. Thus we acknowledge an excellency in all those manifestations which God makes of himself, for which we praise him. Now the praise is, owing to the God of heaven from us, are obliged not only by what he is, but also by what he does. Indeed, by what he does, it is that we come to learn what he is. We ought to acknowledge an excellency in the nature of God, which is to ascribe glory to him. Now, let me put that into common everyday Brooklyn English. According to Mather, we know who God is by what God does. I believe that ever since I came to faith in Jesus at 19, that the most elevated and noble approach to God is to focus on who he is rather than what he does. What he does leads us to who he is oftentimes. One of the great temptations of giving thanks is to focus on what he's done, particularly for us, for our own families. But we know that really we should be focusing on thanking God for who he is, which never changes, although what he does changes quite often because we're in a dynamic daily relationship with him. We can come to know God's character, Bobby, through Scripture. One of my favorite passages in the Hebrew Bible describing the character of God is found in Exodus chapters 33 and 34. If you remember, God spoke to Moses on Mount Sinai and then hid him in the cleft of a rock. Mm. And he passed by him and declared the glorious attributes of his nature. And uh, Moses' response was, I pray you show me your glory in chapter 33, 18. Then in chapter 33, verses 20, God said, you cannot see my face for no man could see my face and live. Then the Lord said, Behold, there's a place by me. Stand there on the rock, and it'll come about while my glory is passing by. I will put you in the cleft of the rock, cover you with my hand until I've passed by. Then I'll take my hand away, and you shall see my back, but my face you shall never see. So this great event on Mount Sinai that Moses experienced was a manifestation of God's attributes, which are actually found in Exodus 34, verses 6 through 7. Let me read. 
the Lord, the Lord God, compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in loving kindness and truth, who keeps loving kindness for thousands, who forgives iniquity, transgression, and sin, yet he will by no means leave the guilty unpunished, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children and on the grandchildren to the third and fourth generation. Bobby, I genuinely believe the best way to thank God is to show him our gratitude for his glorious character. That's the lesson Moses learned on the top of Mount Sinai. It's clear that Cotton Mather discovered the same truth. So we begin our prayers on Thanksgiving at all times by acknowledging and thanking God for who he is, for his glorious character, for his love, for his attributes, and the magnificence of his person. Then afterwards, we should continue in our praise and thank him for what he's done. His works proceed from who he is. And I believe that we should praise God and thank him in that order as well. Thank God for who he is and then thank him for what he does, for his nature is everlasting. And we will be able to thank God for all eternity because we will be basking in his presence uh, for time immemorial. That is the hope of the believer. And so thanksgiving, my dear friends, when you sit down at the table and you thank God for all that he's done, remember to thank him for who he is because what he does changes. Who he is never changes, and you will be in his presence, the presence of the unchanging one, the glorious one, forever and ever. So on behalf of my family, I want to wish each and every one of you a happy Thanksgiving. And with the psalmist, if I might declare in Hebrew, Hodu ladonai kitov ki leolam chasto. Psalm 136, give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his love endures forever. The story of Hanukkah begins with a Greek invasion, but the Festival of Lights commemorates more than just a victory over a tyrant king. Hanukkah celebrates the birth of the light of the world. Much like Christmas, Hanukkah is a holiday that calls for a celebration. It's a time to be with family, and a time for remembering God's deliverance and provision, and to help you discover the gospel and Jesus the Messiah. In Hanukkah, we'd like to send you a free booklet called Hanukkah, A Bright Light in Dark Times. Discover more about the Jewish roots of your Christian faith when you go online to chosenpeople.com radio. That's chosenpeople.com radio. The book is our free gift to you this month just for reaching out and saying hello. Or ask for the booklet, Hanukkah, A Bright Light in Dark Times, when you call 888-2-YESHUA. That number again is 888-293-7482. We look forward to hearing from you soon. The Jewish people are scattered throughout the world. You might live in the middle of a Jewish community or in the middle of the heartland with no Jewish neighbors for a hundred miles. Maybe your best friend in college was Jewish, or the only interaction you've had was watching a Jewish actor on TV. Maybe you visited Israel and fell in love with the land and its people, or you haven't, and visiting Israel would be a dream come true. No matter where you live, who you know, or what you do, one thing is true. Israel and the Jewish people have played a huge role in world history and are still an important part of God's plan. 
After all, God chose this tiny people group to bring salvation to the whole world. Through Messiah Jesus. If it weren't for the Jewish people, we would not have a relationship with the Father as we have it today. But sadly, many Jewish people still do not know Jesus as their Messiah, and God's heart still breaks for them. So let's join in their story, playing the role that God wants us to play in their salvation. As Paul wrote, I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Romans 1.16 Do you want to see the power of God? Unite with his heart to reach the Jewish people for Jesus, and you will see him unleash his purpose, promise, and power in your church and community like never before. Let's make God's priority our priority. One of the greatest challenges the Jewish people have faced over the centuries is how to preserve our heritage while looking forward to the future. And that sums up the goal of Chosen People Ministries. We believe with all our hearts that the Bible is the inspired Word of God, that Jesus is the promised Messiah of Israel, and that the simple message of His death and resurrection has the power to transform the lives of Jewish people and Gentiles all over the world. And we'd love for you to partner with us. With your prayers and financial donations, we will keep proclaiming the gospel until we see him face to face. Learn more online at chosenpeople.com radio. Once again, that's chosenpeople.com radio. We look forward to connecting with you soon. Welcome back. You're listening to The Chosen People. And right now we're going to hear a story from Luda Ford, after coming to faith in Jesus, Luda found renewed joy in her Jewish identity. And Luda lives in Israel with her husband, Randall, and serves the Lord faithfully as part of Chosen People Ministries. I think you're going to really enjoy Luda's story. They told me that Jewish people drink blood. I was so shocked. I didn't want to be Jewish anymore. My name is Luda. I was born to a Jewish family, Bukharan Jewish family. So when I was uh, 18, we were going to go to Israel, but we were really scared because of the wars and everything. And we just were worried about it. And we had relatives in Austria, and they told us that we should probably go to another country. And we came to New Zealand. I met some Christian friends there and they invited me to a Christian Bible study. I had ulterior motives. I thought, oh, it will be nice. I will be with other people, and maybe I'll meet somebody. It will be nice. But when I went there, uh, I really was impressed by the meeting. It was a home group. I was uh, impressed by uh, the love that they had for each other and by their relationship with God. They also told me that I needed to invite Jesus into my life. My mom was agitated about it, and she started to really uh, fight me on it. She didn't want me to read the Bible, so she would um, she would take all my Bibles and destroy them. As I was investigating uh, and wondering who Jesus was, I would just read and I'd just find uh, different verses in the Bible that spoke about Jesus and the pro- prophetic voice of God. 
And one of those prophecies is Isaiah 53. And when you read it, you can't uh, help it but see that it is Jesus. It is really Jesus. So when I went home, I said, Jesus, if you're the Son of God and the Messiah come into my life. And um, the next day I woke up and I felt like the wall that was between me and God was gone. And then there was an incredible thing that happened to me. I would be walking down the street and then the verses would come to me. I felt like God was showing me something about Israel. And then I'd come home and I'd find, um, you know, I'd open the Bible and find the verses like Jeremiah 31, 32, 33 about, um, you know, God's love for Israel and that God will return Israel, that all Israel will be saved. So here we come. All my life, I was told that it's bad to be Jewish. And then I come and I believe in God. And one of the first principles God teaches me is that it's okay to be Jewish. I have really felt that God has called me to Jerusalem. I finished my midwifery training in uh, England and uh, left England to go and work as a nurse in Hadassah Hospital, Harat Sofim. I was really excited, would here we come. God had promised something and said, you'll be living in Jerusalem, and here I was going to Jerusalem. Second promise that God had given me is my mother. I really was concerned. I wanted her to come to believe in Jesus, just like I did. She told me one day of uh, her experience as she was walking by um, the sea on one side of the road and she felt God was speaking to her. Jesus spoke to her from another side of the road saying, Zoya, Zoya, come to my side. For the side that you're walking on will bring you much trouble. So I asked my mom, I said, so did you do that? And, and she said, no. I said, why not? She said, I didn't want to. Well, she has gone through a lot of trouble a lot of heartache, a lot of uh, problems uh, with her health, uh, with the way she looked at what I believed in. And so I was there with her through all her troubles. And so when she believed, just before she died, that was a wonderful thing. So the long journey of fighting Jesus and fighting the truth had uh, ended up with her believing in Jesus. So here we are. Um, all these promises that God has given, they have come to pass, which was incredible. It's the life of excitement and the life of adventure. At Chosen People Ministries, our desire is to share the good news of Jesus, Yeshua the Messiah, with Jewish people in ways that are challenging, creative, and compelling. We can only accomplish this mission with the partnership, prayers, and financial support of listeners like you, who have the desire and passion to reach out to Jewish people all over the country and enrich their lives with a message of hope and salvation. If that's you, please connect with us online. You'll find us at chosenpeople.com radio, or you can connect with us through the mail or over the phone. For those details and more, visit chosenpeople.com slash radio. 
Your partnership helps us continue the mission we started over 127 years ago. And for that, we say thank you. And we look forward to hearing from you soon. You're listening to The Chosen People, which is produced and sponsored by Chosen People Ministries. This program can be heard every weekend right here on your local radio station. Or you can also catch us online 24 hours a day, seven days a week, when you visit us at chosenpeople.com slash radio. You can even share it with a friend. And to stay connected with us throughout the week, just head on over to your favorite social media platform. You'll find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and we even have a vibrant YouTube channel with messianic music, worldwide conferences, and so much more. And if you would like to know more about the Jewish history of your Christian faith, then be sure to request your copy of our Hanukkah booklet titled, A Bright Light in Dark Times. Bobby, as we head into Hanukkah and Christmas, there's so much we can learn about Jesus and his Jewish identity. And that's why we've created this special Hanukkah booklet that we're giving away for free. We want you to discover the story behind the Festival of Lights and how it relates to the Messiah and to us as believers today. You'll learn stuff about John chapter 10 you never knew was there. I think you're going to love it. We'll send it to you when you call 888-293-7482. That's 888-2-YESHUA, his Hebrew name, Y-E-S-H-U-A. You can also request this Hanukkah booklet, A Bright Light in Dark Times, when you write to us at Chosen People Ministries, 241 East 51st Street in New York, New York, 10022. That's 241 East 51st Street, New York, New York, 10022. We really look forward to hearing from you soon. You can find us online once again at chosenpeople.com slash radio. And right now, let's wrap up today's program with the ironic benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord lift his countenance upon you and be gracious to you. May the face of the Lord shine upon you and give you peace. B'Shem shall Yeshua HaMashiach, Sar Shalom, in the name of Jesus the Messiah, the Prince of Peace. Shalom, I'm Mitch Glazer, President of Chosen People Ministries. And on behalf of the entire Chosen People Ministries global family, I want to wish you a very happy Thanksgiving. We have so much to be grateful for. We're so thankful to God for keeping us safe and giving us extraordinary opportunities as a ministry to continue reaching out to Jewish people with the gospel of the Messiah, Yeshua. And we're so very thankful for your support and for your prayers that help us get God's kingdom work done among the Jewish people. I pray you will have a wonderful time with your loved ones, enjoying good food and, and fellowship. But let's also remember to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for the entire Middle East, and for your Jewish friends and family. 
to discover the love of our Messiah Jesus, maybe even over a Thanksgiving meal. We thank God for all he's done, and we're looking forward to the great things that we're going to do for the Lord, and he's going to do through us in reaching Israelis with the gospel, expanding our outreach through videos, podcasts, social media, and preparing the next generation for leadership in Jewish ministry through our Feinberg Seminary program and much more. Though these last couple of years have been challenging, and you know they have, I still agree with the Apostle Paul who wrote, in everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus, 1 Thessalonians 5.18. We have so much to be grateful for in Jesus, our Messiah. I'm very thankful to God for you and for the many ways you've stood with your mission to the Jewish people this year. God bless you from our entire staff and have a wonderful and joy-filled Thanksgiving.